experience the ripple effect. This is the Empowering Youth Podcast from Building Utah Youth. A nonprofit organization established in 2007 to provide powerful leadership training to the youth of our communities. And now, here's your host, by board member, co-owner of Rapport International and certified trainer, Brett Johnston. All right, hello and welcome back to the Building Utah Youth Empowering Youth Podcast. I'm Brett Johnston. I'm Jeff Catano. I'm John Chanowski. And I'm Cooper Perkins. A.K.A. Bold, Bold Stallion. Stallion. Wow. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, you know, Cooper, this has been a, this has been a while in the making. I mean, when we thought about you know, creating this podcast for the purpose of, you know, doing something instead of nothing and, and helping share stories of the, the teen graduates from the um, Teen Leadership Breakthrough Report Program. Um, definitely you were on that list of can't wait to get Cooper on the podcast to talk about it. You know, we just celebrated your 30th birthday here recently. Yep, nice. June. Yeah. Wow. It was a fun night. It was a super fun night. It was, it was a surprise party. You guys stayed up past nine? It was like 11. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like People 11. stay up that late. Okay. It was just because it was Cooper's birthday. <laughs> but no, really want to dive in and make sure that our listeners get, you know, a lot uh, from this and make sure that they get the true stories and, and, you know, just the real life experience that you've had already. Um, I know you went to class back when you were 16 years old. Yeah, 2008. Were, and you were, wow. you were sent there because your dad went to class. Yep. And, um, you love your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing man. L- love me some, some Matt. And anyways, so he goes to class and, and he comes back. What did you notice? Uh, he was a changed man. The moment he walked in, he, uh, gave me a hug. He was smiling and a totally different person I knew before. So thinking about before, I want to just take a little journey back in your life. What's one of the first defining moments you remember in your life? Defining moments. Um, Big thing for me was, I'd say growing up in the, you know, my parents got divorced very young and uh, they did not get along at, at all. And uh, by young, how old were you? Uh, four or five years old. And uh, as I grew up, they were constantly fighting, never happy, and seemed to be very hard for me and my brother to, to be happy in that situation. And how old was your brother at the time? Nine. Nine. So he was, I was just going to say he's was right around my age because I was 10 when my parents separated and it was a similar situation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I remember is my mom, my dad, they always believed in me and everything I did, but they were never on the same page and they both supported me. They were both there for me. But I remember as a teenager growing up, not knowing who I was, not knowing what I wanted in life when I was able to go through the teen class a lot of that changed at that point. And I would say as a teenager, as a child, even that was the biggest defining moment of my life at 16. Going through class. Yep. So your dad comes home from his own, you know, leadership breakthrough one experience and, and he, and he walks in and, and he just looked different, didn't he? Yeah. I would, where'd you go, dad? Went to Vegas. What'd you do there? A lot. <laughs> didn't tell me a lot. I didn't know anything about it. Little did I know two years later, He's going to be dropping me off with the sleeping bag. And that was it. And having some ego waffles. Yep. Some ego waffles. <laughs> yeah. So tell us briefly about your experience. I mean, our, our listeners have heard 
uh, you know, quite a bit about, you know, the, the training itself, but tell us a little bit about what you, what you got out of it. Um, so I remember being dropped off 16 years old. My dad had this old little, uh, Toyota that he drove to work. A lot of guys that work with him know that truck for a long time, long time. Yeah. Um, said you're going, I didn't fight him. I didn't have a story like that. I trusted my dad. I was excited, very scared. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, he's always been a super, super loving dad. He gave me a really big hug that day. I'll never forget. And he said, you'll do great. It was different. Yeah. Very different. Left me there. Um, probably drove away with some tears in his eyes. Oh, I know he did. And, uh, I remember going through class. I mean, it's been a long time now, 2008, been a few years, but, uh, I had, I thought I was a confident teenager and I had no idea the things that I was fighting inside myself. And I had so many self-esteem issues. I didn't know where I wanted to go in life. Took me a while after that to even find that, but the tools I learned there set me up for that. So, uh, going into teen leadership, um, I really, really found confidence in myself. I'll never forget breaking the board that day of self-esteem. And from then on out, I believed in myself a hundred percent. Didn't matter what I was doing. Went back to high school. Um, I looked at kids differently. I didn't judge kids. I didn't care if I was being judged by kids. I, I truly loved everyone. And I remember the energy. I was a ball of fire the day I walked out of there. The closest I've ever felt to that was when I graduated LB1. But uh, I just wanted, I, I remember going to Chili's and every single person at Chili's, I just wanted to have a conversation with. I wanted to get to know them. I wanted, I wanted to uh, just be a part of everything I possibly could. And uh, I, I remember the day I left, um, I, had, I was really, really big into rodeo as a kid. I did a lot of team roping, a lot of calf roping. You know, and I didn't realize that I didn't have all the self-esteem in the world. And I went to a rodeo the very next day and I told myself, I will catch, I will win this rodeo, I will do great. And I won that rodeo. And that to me, was just, I believed 100% in myself and I, I could and I can do anything. Nice. And as a teenager, that was very, very powerful for me. And uh, taking that on in my, my life now, um, shoot, it's been what, 12, 16 years later, um, 14, 14, 13, 14 yeah. years. Yeah. Been, been a long time though. I didn't realize that I'll get you a calculator. If you need. <laughs> I need one that were, were planted inside, you know, my brain and the way it programmed me. Um, I didn't realize was even in me at that point. And as I've gone on and um, through LB1, become a master graduate, and we can talk more about my experiences with that. So our 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 friendship friendship and brotherhood really started at, at Leader One. Yep, 2016. Yeah. And what kind of a what kind of a kid were you prior to going into class? Would you would you say you were reserved or no? I outgoing? was uh, outgoing. Yeah, I had lots of friends and you know all the different cliques. Um, I was I was a chameleon in high school. I I played sports, but I also hung out with the Cowboys. I had lots of different friends. And uh, that was one of my strengths as a kid. I, I got along with everybody, but I didn't believe in myself. And uh, so 
Going Sometimes to- people misunderstand what our program is. You know, it's not for troubled kids no. per se. I mean, it's it's for people like yourself um, to go through the program, and you know, you, it's a transformation. It uncovers things that you're having problems with internally. Mm-hmm. And, and it brings people life. above the bar. So you're at one level right here and we building Utah youth, the teens of, of Utah, we want to bring them to the next level. We're going for the people right in the middle that are doing typically just good enough. And we want people to see the potential inside of them, the potential in the way that they talk to themselves, the people that they hang out with. Everything that you're talking about, I thought I had self-esteem. I thought I had confidence, but the way you're talking, I love it. I can, I will, I'll do, you know, and, and before we get too far back, I'd, I'd like to jump forward. What type of a person are you now that you're married? Not and, married. Not yet. quite. Not, not married, quite. but close, but close. No, don't jump that far. I know. <laughs> I but, mean... I is mean, it, in reality, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely taken, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. What, where are you at today in your head? Um, so today I, uh, I feel like, well, I know I can do anything in the world and the things that I've learned from rapport, from teen being a master graduate, um, I'm honestly v- the happiest I've ever been in my life. Um, this year has been the most amazing year of my life. Um, we talk about me being not married, but married. I have surrounded myself with people that truly fulfill me and truly make me happy. Um, there's been a lot of things like, you know, from work to my personal life, everything I do, I, I live, I have a saying that I live by and it's do epic shit, whether that's my relationship, wow. that's my job. Um, everything I do uh, 110%. And this, this, this attitude that Cooper has, just so you guys know, I mean, this is, he's been, he's, this has been him. I mean, he just keeps building on it. So it's, it's like, it's always been him since I've known him, but it just keeps getting bigger, right? The wow. mon- the the monster inside of him keeps growing. I want to steal that. Do epic yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I, I love we're going to name well, what's the name of your company right now. Epic. Yeah. So, you know, you think, you think back Coop, to going, you know, I, I want to talk about high school for a minute because, yeah. you know, we're really wanting to make sure that anyone that's listening, you know, you, if you're a teenager in high school, um, you, you have a teen in high school, we want to spend some time talking about that because it is just such, especially today. I mean, you've been out of it for a few years, but it changes so fast. Um, and you know, all of us have had kids in high school and a and couple of us still do. And, you know, it's it just, it's tough, right? It's not, yeah. it's not just a walk in the park. You know, there's more and more kids. It gets more and more diverse. There's a lot of, a lot of the language is about, you know, hope and, you know, acceptance and understanding and love and all this, but that's not exactly what goes on every day. There, it's really a battleground often. Um, so I want to hear a little bit about, you know, high school. Yeah. Any teens or parents with teens listening to this, I 110% believe that building Utah youth is the most beneficial thing that somebody could do for another teen. 
um, you know, it's, it's been a while since I was a teenager or I was in high school and I look back at some of the memories that, that I went through, which it's, it's been a while. It's hard for me to, to reach back that far. JJ's still a teen. I am a <laughs> five-year-old actually. But, uh, so. <laughs> it's, it's so hard though. Like I remember as a kid just wanting to fit in, just wanting to, to be accepted, uh, wanting other people to, to think I'm cool or be their friend. And these are struggles that, that I dealt with. And I know tons and tons of other kids do and just, just to be accepted by other people. But really is, is what I found is when I accepted myself, other people, it didn't matter if they accept, accepted me or not. Um, and it's, you feel like the, the, a lot of the kids that you spent your time with, you know, your friends and whatnot, that they really helped shape you also though. Yeah. I mean, obviously I had good influences. I had bad influences, but all those influences influenced me to who I am today. But I had, you know, mentors, I had good parents. I had people that were also there supporting you had a big me. brother. Had a big brother, been a great, great big brother. Um, but you know, whether I had bad friends or good friends, the, the tools and things I was able to, to learn, I was able to put to use and, you know, learn from the mistakes, learn from the things that were good, learn from the things that were bad and move forward from there. You know, one of the things that I, I remember about high school was that I, I couldn't wait to get to high school because I got my driver's license. I mean, that was just the biggest thing ever to get the driver's license. And, and now it's not as big of a thing today as it was obviously it was then. freedom i mean it was everything right no. getting the driver's license the first the, you wanted to have a lot of friends and and you wanted to pick some older ones because they were the first ones to get their driver's license but i just remember back to high school and and how far away it felt and then when it arrived and then being in the middle of it and then all of a sudden it was gone it was just that fast right that that Blink whole that whole 15 to 18 which seems like an entire lifetime when you're 15 16 17 18 years old and yet now it's, it's like a, a, a blink, like you blinked your eyes and it was there and it was gone. But it is, it's also such a crucial time in life that I'm, I'm so, so thankful that I, I was able to experience the things I was able to experience and for my dad to, to send me to team leadership because, I mean, I have no idea where I'd be today if I didn't have the things that I learned and that taught me and shaped me into who I am now. How were your relationships uh, as a family after you going through that class? Um, they've always been really good. My, my dad has always been my number one supporter. My mom has always been right there for me. Um, things were, were rough growing up. We, uh, you know, I had definitely some family issues at home. Um, but I was also able to, to look past those things. Um, I had a lot of anger towards my parents, um, but I, I knew that they loved me and I knew my dad supported me and I had a, you know, I'll go really, really deep on this. Um, growing up, my, my mom, she had some drug issues and those were things that just ate me alive. And my dad, you know, raised my brother and I, and I could not get past letting that go. And I, uh, I finally let it go with my mom and accepted her for, for who she is. And you know, she's been clean for years and years now, but as a child, that was so rough on me. Are they still together? No, no. 
So it was when you were younger that they split up. Yep. At, at five. Yeah. So that was a really tough growing up and it just. Have you talked to your mom? Oh yeah. We have a great relationship. Awesome. Now. And how yep, actually, uh, sent my mom to LB one a few years ago. Well, wow. Yeah. Now she's a completely different human being now, but has that helped improve their relationship with each other, even yes. though they're not together. I've never seen them communicate in a positive way yeah. until about two years ago. I figured wow. we had a Thanksgiving at my house with them both there and it was, it was great. Yeah. The whole family has graduated from there. Yes. That's amazing. Yep. Did you ask your mom what she learned in LB1? Yeah. What did she learn? Um, for her, I, I believe from her responses is she was able to give herself some forgiveness. Awesome. That is, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. People forget, especially kids that, you know, parents doesn't mean we have all of our stuff together. No. You know, we're still battling the battle every day. And, and, you know, when we have kids, they don't come with an operating manual. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, when we slip and fall, the problem is our kids are still there, Yep. you know, and, and plenty of kids out there right now. I mean, there's a lot of kids absolutely that have bonus parents and, and you, yeah. you've been able to have some bonus parents and, um, what a blessing that can be. And, you know, looking, looking at it through the lens of, you know, without those situations, without your mom, you know, having to fight for herself and, 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 and working through that relationship with her and, and her getting to that place where she can give, forgive herself, you know, either, neither one of you would be the person you are today. And that's what I take from the whole situation. I, I don't look at the negativity. I look at the positive side of it truly has helped me become who I am. I was able to learn from that and move forward. So you, you, when you got out of high school, I know you just hit the ground. I mean, you were busy, busy in high school, but you've just never slowed down. No, I mean, I, I talk to you me. and I know I move a lot and <laughs> you are, I mean, keeping up with, with Cooper is like, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a link to his calendar to know what state or, you know, what epic hunt he's on or, I mean, I'm just telling you, he's always going, but you hit the ground running pretty fast right out of high school. So tell us about the, the journey. Yeah. I, uh, I went through a time after high school, I, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted out of life, but I knew I had a lot of life to live. Um, it took me a few years to, to get in a direction that I truly felt like was my direction. Um, after high school, I moved multiple States. Um, I was, I've always been involved in sales. Um, that's been my big thing. I love doing it. Um, 2015, um, I was able to go to work with my brother. Um, we started a home security company doing alarms and cameras. He had started it and he, uh, he got me to come work with him. And, uh, that's where I, I truly started to have this great relationship with my brother because we were doing something we both loved and we loved working together. We get along really good. I have people ask all the time, how do you like working with your brother? I love it. He's my best friend and uh, we push each other. So I went through uh, a few years, not really knowing what I wanted. I started doing this. Um, I, I started to enjoy it in 2016. My dad sent my niece through teen leadership 
And uh, my brother was at the graduation. He didn't go through as a teen. He didn't get the opportunity, but he was at the graduation and felt the energy. And he's like, I, I got to go. I got to go. And signed up, paid for his own class to go to Vegas the very next week. Went down to Vegas, went through class. Um, my dad and I drove down to pick him up and uh, got back in that room, felt the energy. And I'm like, I'm going to LB1 next week. I hadn't gone through LB1. It had been eight years since I'd even been around rapport and, uh, went to rapport, went to LB one, Mr. Johnson had no idea who this man was and, uh, what an experience that was go through graduation. And my dad walks in, gives him a big hug. And I'm like, what, how in the world do these guys know each other? <laughs> <laughs> Little that I know had been years and years. They'd known each other, grew up in the same town and, I always thought Mr. Johnson was the same age as my dad, but I guess he's about 10 years younger. I'm like 20 years younger than that <laughs> in, in my heart. In your heart. Yeah. yeah. So went through LB1, um, had a great experience there. Um, How old were you then? 24. Okay. Yeah. So six years ago. So you're, you're selling security systems. Yep. Selling security systems. Went, went to LB1. Mm -hmm. And his dad and his brother showed up at his graduation and it was like, we are going to blow this thing up. We're going to, we're going to kill it. Yeah. Blow the roof off. What so, does that mean? Still had the picture of my dad. He, uh, he's reserved, very happy guy. But when he gets up at graduation and lets it rip, he lets it rip. Awesome. And I got to see, see that out of him that I'd never seen before. That was pretty cool. He got yeah. to give Cooper his, his, um, certificate of, of completion. completion. Yeah. Nice. So you finished that class. Mm -hmm. What happened to your life in the weeks, months, and maybe year after that class, LB1? I want to I hear what you learned in oh, Leader One first, because, I mean, completely, e even though it's in the same you know, realm of classes, eons apart, especially in timeline from age. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. he's in a whole different world. Yeah. 24. Eight years later, yeah. Yeah. That I, uh, is a big... I, I, in that point in life, I was transitioning into to a man i wasn't a boy anymore and the next youngest person in lb1 i swear was over 40 i was like a, a kid with these grown people <laughs> i thought he was gonna say old, <laughs> old people. no i and i remember being in there and you know very successful business people people that i had never sat in a room with and i remembered everything i learned at teen leadership and I jumped in 110%, let it rip. And after graduation, I had so many people tell me that it was amazing to have that energy coming from me at such a, so much younger than them. But is what I realized is, wow, these people are 50, 60, 70 years old, and they're barely getting to learn these things. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of this when I was 16 years old. Here I am at 24 getting an amazing refresher. That's really what it was. And I was at a different stage in life that I was now able to take this back to, to my business, back to my family. Um, I wanted to take the things I, I was learning. I, I didn't know how to take it to the next level. And from LB one, I was like, all right, like I am owning this. I'm owning this, this job. I'm owning my business. My brother and I can do so much. A year later, we decided, I mean, we're in nine states and 
with our alarm company, we decided to up and move to Tennessee and go out there and expand into Mississippi, Tennessee, the Carolinas. Oh my gosh. I just, we're doing it. That's all. There's the only option was to do this. And I mean, it, it was, uh, it was very tough. Some of the things that we were doing work-wise, family-wise, but I didn't know another way besides moving forward. And that's, that's another thing I've learned through team leadership as a kid. Um, all the rapport trainings, LB1, always move forward. No armor on the back. What does that mean? No armor on the back. Um, never going backwards, never retreating. Good. I just want to make sure our listeners understand that samurai warriors only had armor on their front. And the reason why is they never turned around. They were always forging forward. Forward, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You think about walking out because that seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, say 2016, man, was like 10 minutes ago. Yep. So, <laughs> but it, it does seem like it was a long time ago. Oh yeah. And, and you've had a whole nother few lives since then. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's start moving forward. So, uh, I want to say the next year, um, we went to LB two and I was able to go through LB two with my brother and my dad. We all three went through LB two. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Amazing. Um, there's a process in LB two. Anybody that's gone through LB2 will never forget that moment. Um, Standing at the other end, watching my dad, (laughs) watching my brother, not only watching them, but being able to complete that myself, looking at them and being supported by them. I was on fire. It's it's life-changing. I mean, it it really is. It's it's some of those defining moments where, you know, you look at the bond that you had Mm -hmm. and your, your dad hadn't been to class for a long time, long time. I mean, a long time. And he got to go back to, and the reason why is because he needed to go with, with his boys. Yep. He really needed that. But I, I also learned that that bond, that support that I was able to give the, the support that I was able to receive. I could also give that in my everyday life and in the relationships I had outside of my dad and my brother. And, you know, find, whether it's dating or finding a, a woman or a spouse or whoever it may be, those were some key elements. And I had a lot of people, I mean, I was about 25 years old at this point. People, when you're getting married, when you, when you finding a wife, when I find the right one, I wasn't going to settle for what I didn't want. And that's another thing I was able to learn. And that's what's got me to amazing person i have today that's awesome i i want to go back to lb2 just for one second um i i've been through lb2 and there's a lot of takeaways and for me personally just to kind of tell the audience there's processes that you go through that you look at and you go no effing way (laughs) and it's amazing how your own mind will stop you in life but when you have the right group around you, the right support system, unbelievable what you and your team can accomplish. That we did accomplish. Yeah, you did. And I don't know your biggest takeaway, but it was like, it was so important for me to have the right support team going forward out of that class yep. because the people you really do hang out with can either hold you back or really do epic shit. Rocket launch you forward. Yes. 
Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, do you remember doing the lifeline in that class? I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm being able to sit there and look at the dates on that and just make that dis- decide, you know, make those decisions right then and there. Like this is where I'm this going. This is where to. I'm going to be in life. Yeah. Um, being able to sit there and, and do that journaling. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you shared that with your dad and your brother afterwards. Oh yeah. You still look at it today. Yep. Yeah. Still have everything, every class. So you, you, you catapult out of that. I mean, that's definitely walking out of there, you know, a, you know on fire. Like you're just literally, like, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And you, you come out of that class and, and now it's, it's again, moving forward, right? 2016. I mean, these are some good times. This is when things are really starting to get rolling. And um, I want you to share with the audience, you know, a little bit of that journey, because I know that that's where your mind's the freshest of, of just some of the things. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a partner with my brother. Um, I love my brother. I mean, absolutely best friends. Um, and yet, you know, it's still challenging. It, it's always challenging. And, you know, you you have your role and responsibility as his whole role and responsibility and, and getting on the same page with that. And you're both, you know, working on relationships and stuff and you're traveling all over the country and you're gone all the time and you're balancing that with the fun in life and living oh, yeah. life. Plenty of that. So uh, moving forward from there, like I said, I said uh, my motto in life was to do epic shit. Live 100% Every single day, every year, um, business, whether personal relationships, the things that I'm super passionate about, um, I was able to, to learn um, from LB1, LB2, getting up to this point, um, becoming a master grad, that I wasn't going to live with any regrets. So um, as my brother and I moved forward, in our business, we set certain goals. Um, my role has always been over sales, new sales, production. He's been more on the, the operation financial standpoint. We, we sat down, we really listed out what we wanted in life um, on a personal level together and how we could get there, how we, we could map that out. And having gone through LB2 with my brother and learning how we work best together, his strengths, mine, both of our weaknesses. When I'm not doing something, he's able to call me out. And same thing with him. Um, we, we work as a very, very good team because of that. And um, the, the way that our dynamic is with, uh, with life, um, he's literally been there for me. Um, anytime I've had to to do something tough, he's been there to lift me up. He's gone through something tough. I've been there to lift him up. And our, our goal is to, to literally help change as many lives as we can. And through, through our business, we've been able to send, I want to say well over 20 people through rapport now. And wow. you know, I'm, I'm only 30 this year and I want to send hundreds of people. And this is what I found. It's, even the teenagers we're able to send some of them are just friends or people we don't know um, people that work with us that's that's been my biggest takeaway is helping other people and being able to give back yeah givers gain givers gain 
So your company, how many people do you have employed there? Currently? We're about 25 right now. Wow. Started just you and your brother. Mm-hmm. And that was the two of them hustling. And I mean, hustling yeah. and getting on an airplane and just beating the streets, knocking still, on doors. Still hustling. That's yep. what they do. I Every mean, other they, Monday, I uh, fly to another state and uh, go grind. Knock on doors. I knock doors. Yep, and, that's uh, he loves that's it. where I was tonight before I got here. Knocking on doors. Knocking on doors. Yep. Wow. So I'm a true believer in leaders lead from the front. And uh, I was out with five of my guys tonight, showing them how to knock doors, show them how to be successful. I'm not afraid to to do something that I expect them to do. And Cooper gets super excited about, you know, people he, he gets to work with, right? And that's the way he refers to it, people I work with. Get super excited about watching them just set those goals, crush those goals, you know, help them, you know, think bigger, bolder, just by the way he shows up and being that mentor, you know, and you're talking about somebody who's 30 and he's already grabbing people, you know, by the horns or putting them underneath his wing and, and carrying them and showing them the way. What you, doing? you weren't around the prominence point townhome complex by the way were you because i think i may have kicked you off my front no no that wasn't me Uh, so i want to dive into that just a little i think for the listeners and really being a little bit selfish i want to hear you know i'm working with you and we get one one door knock after another and we're failing we're falling it's a mindset right yeah i mean it's it's no different than lb1 lb2 yep but yeah. it is a mindset. And that, what are you coaching your team on as you're doing this? Um, so there's tons of strategies. There's different things people can, can do, as, do as far as like wording it. I 100% truly believe it's in the transfer of energy. So I show up with good energy and I transfer that to the person that I'm communicating with. I do it confidently. It doesn't matter what I say. It, it, it works. So that, it, it, to me, it's bigger than just selling a product. This right. is about life in general. Yes. It's the energy you bring into the room. Yep. Before you got here, Mr. Johnston was talking about the energy when somebody comes on a plane yep. or walks into a room, you they either it. got it or they don't. Right. You know, and I, I love that. And that's, but that's number one, would you say, when you're talking to your group? Yeah. The energy. Energy, the, 100%. Energy, positive attitude. Um, I, I I can't make people say certain things. I can't teach them. I mean, I can give them a script and say, read this all day long, but at the end of the day, they go knock on someone's door or in life. It doesn't have to be selling something or, well, we're always or selling, working. right? We're always selling, always ourselves. selling, yeah, we're always selling. Yeah. But it's how they show up and I teach them how to show up. Wow. So it's that energy. What else? Two other things that you teach your team. I'm, I'm once again, being selfish here. Yeah. Um, working hard. That's a definitely number one or two thing. Yeah, there's no secret it's, recipe. There's, yeah, so no there's, recipe. there's no such Grind. thing as luck. It's no. just work hard and luck, luck will follow. So, yeah. So when Mr. Johnson said that uh, I'm all over the country all the time, I'm putting in the time. Mm. If I put in the time, I get the results. The only time I don't get the results is when I'm not putting in the time. Love that. Love that. So the, the other thing would be discipline. I have to discipline myself to do that. Yeah. Consistency every day. Consistent. Yep. The one thing that Cooper's always been good at, and I've always looked up to him for, because I, in my own life, don't know how to do this, is he 
whatever he's doing, you know, everybody looks at balance is like, okay, I've got to be, you know, 50% at work and 50% in my personal <laughs> life, right? Cooper doesn't roll like that. Okay. He's a hundred percent in whatever he is doing at that moment. That's it. hundred percent, whatever it is, whether that's his personal life, he's a hundred percent. And it was, it'll be with whoever he's with in that moment at that time. All right. If he's working, it's the same thing. And it may be, he's a hundred percent work for three weeks straight. Doesn't take a day off. He just grinds for three weeks. But when he gets done with that, those three weeks, you may not hear from Cooper for two weeks. Party time. I love it. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. Thank you. I'm taking a lot of notes if you know, the listeners can't, so, can't see. So I'm Jeff was saying, notes. come visit him his house. Yeah. That's what he was yeah. saying. I heard him saying that. So to lead off what Mr. Johnson just told there, I uh, had a bucket list thing I've always wanted to do, and that was to go on a sheep hunt. And uh, they call it an old man sport because most young guys can't financially be able to do it. And uh, I was able to go on my first sheep hunt this year. Number one bucket list item for me, without a doubt. I love it. It's my passion. Um, I was able to harvest the sheep in Alaska. And uh, was that the first one or the second one? It was the first one. Okay. Well, I went on two. I went on two sheep hunts and one sheep hunt. My uh, persistence paid off though. Yeah, because I mean, I'm only bringing it up because I, I just heard wind. Yeah. It was like he's on a sheep hunt, and then he came home. Yep, took a red eye home. Wasn't a very good experience, but I believed 100% in what I was doing, and I was going to accomplish it. So I took another red eye and uh, went, back. went back the next night. Wow. For, for another two weeks in Alaska. That's, that's a tough hike. Oh, I yeah. Mean, when you're up. Yeah, the first I mean, trip I did 53 miles. Oh, my gosh. And how much elevation? Guess fifteen thousand uh, at least up yeah. and back. I, yeah, I don't know. I just wow. marched. God, I just moved forward. Yeah, so, so I want you to just—I mean, we—I know we're, we've been all over the place. We're having so much fun, <laughs> right? I want to get to all the good stuff, but I want—I do yeah. want to spend some time, you know, educating um, listeners on some of the values that you're talking about here, and you know, that are your values, right? We have a lot of commonality. Um, especially everybody in this room, but some of those values, those key, key pieces, you know, everybody likes to say that, you know, you just have them, but the truth is, is, is everybody just has some things, but most of what we have that has value, we have to work hard for it. And you talk about going out there and just working hard and then discipline, right? I want you to uh, share some other instances or areas of uh, your life where that absolutely shows up for you, the discipline, the hard work, um, because I know that it, you know, it shows up everywhere for you. Yeah. Um, as we know, I definitely do. Nothing that is uh, great in life is easy. Um, I'll, I'll talk about relationships. I, I personally struggle, and I'll, I'll go there, with communication. That's something that I really have to work hard at. Um, my personal life. He sucks at returning phone calls. <laughs> um, Especially when he's in Alaska. Yeah, with, with my girlfriend right. all the time, it's, she's, she's begging me to talk to her, to communicate with her. And that's something that I have to work very hard at. I literally have to discipline myself because I am so 
100% one way or 100% the other way. If I'm working, I am working. And I have to work very, very hard at making sure I'm giving her what she needs as well. Um, same thing with my, my family. I, I lack, I struggle um, with doing the same for them. Giving, giving my family, my, my dad, um, the, the time, I've made commitments and I've made um, promises to myself that I will always, always take every opportunity I have to do amazing things with my dad. He's, he's given me so much and I have promised myself to always invite him to everything I do. I want an, I, I have an amazing relationship with him and I work really hard on keeping that relationship amazing. Mm. And, uh, same thing with, uh, I have some amazing grandparents. I've, uh, have to work really, really hard at making sure I make time for them. And so some of my weaknesses is n not giving people um, the time and the love that they need. And that's, that's what I've learned from rapport though, is I have to commit to it and I have to work hard at following through with those commitments. No different than your day job. No different than my day job. 100% in. Well, and you obviously keep yourself accountable to that part of your life too, because you just said it. Yep. So you don't let yourself stray off too far from doing the right thing. And oh, and, and I do, I do all the time, but I'm, I do have people that also help hold me accountable and I've surrounded myself with that. And I look at where, where I am and who I am today. And I do not say certain words. You will never hear me say the T R Y word. Nice. Ever, ever. People say it and it burns my ears. Agreed. And uh, it, it creeps out every once in a while when no. we have conversations and podcasts and things with people, but not with you. It didn't happen. Yeah, no, no, no. That is true, Jeff. Yeah, I don't use don't use that word. Don't use a lot of other powerless words. And I get to talking to people. It's really fun right now. We're just chatting about it, and I have these realizations. Uh, these were things that were instilled into me and who I am as a 16 year old boy ever since then it's been just the dirtiest nastiest word there is and I had completely eliminated it I chose to and I keep it out of my vocab we uh we have two little kids and we have a rule at our house they say the t-word they got to pay five bucks or pick up five dog shits nice <laughs> well the t-word the t-r-y word lets you out you know, I'll T-R-Y to your birthday party. Yep. And that basically means that you can get out of it. And I, I think for me, when I first heard it, I was like, does that really work? But when you change your vocabulary, the way you think I'm going to win or I will. I will. I can. Yeah. It's amazing. It, it's amazing how much you see it and hear it in other people that haven't been through the course. Yes. Work that we have. And they fail. They choose and when that to, word is used. Well, and Jeff, you know, it's it, it, and I wish the listeners have all been through this class because you get to choose to fail yourself in life or you get to win, but it's all in the words you say and the actions you take and the people you surround yourself with. And you continue to educate at the end of the LB one class. If everybody remembers this, that has been through it, that's on the podcast. They don't just say, you need to come to this class. This is the be all fix all. 
continue to go get your master's degree. Go read books. Go listen to podcasts. Continue, continue, continue to educate. And I think that's one of the things that I remember when I when I walked away. It wasn't like they're not selling, you know, hey, this is it. Go do something else. Go do epic shit like yeah. Cooper's talking about. But I, I got to stop here just for a second because that first night in LB1 or in your in the teen class, very first night, not a lot of people know this on, on this um, podcast, but the first time I went through LB1, Mr. Johnston was on team. He wasn't a part of the rapport organization. I walk in and the very first thing I'm like, Brett, he walks right past me. <laughs> But here, here's my point. So at the very end of the night, it's 1145 and you get into the power circle and you close your eyes and the instructor says, repeat after me. And they say, I am strong. And you repeat that. I am strong. Yep. I am powerful. powerful. I, 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 I will overcome. I am a leader. leader. And they chant that three or four times. I'm in total tears and I, I look at that, and as you tell your story and everything that you've been through from your divorce with your parents, and you went through that divorce, and where you are today, Cooper, you believed in yourself. You believed that you were strong, that you can overcome, and you are a leader. But in that moment for me, that kind of changed my whole life because I never had that kind of support from anybody. And it was almost like a warm hug like Olaf, I'd like never felt before. Embrace and that, that totally changed my direction in my life that I wanted to do better. Be above the bar is what I call it, but it's about you. So I'd want to get back yeah. to get back to you. But I, I, I think it's important for the listeners to understand there's things out there that can impact your life that you can do a 180. And if you've ever read the book, the upside of fear by Weldon long, you can change your life for the good. You just got to make that epic shit moment that you keep talking about. And I love that quote because you can change it. And, and even where you're at today and you're just killing it, there's a next level. Always. For all, all of, us. of us. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the whole point of this. Just because you're killing it, your there's next more. goal is there's, more. It, there's Everest above this. Yep. And that's the fun part. Because nobody, once you find out how powerful you are, it's scary. It's, oh, yeah. It's really good <laughs> stuff. But let's continue. So we were talking, you're, you're well, 25, 26 right mm -hmm. now that in the story. So now between 26 and 30, what has happened? Um, went to Eagle Quest with my brother. Oh, Again. old stallion. Old stallion. Tell him why, oh. you, why, why that's your warrior name. I'll have to show you my uh, warrior pose. Yeah, my warrior pose. It's pretty good. Um, so I, I chose Bold Stallion because I live life boldly. Stallion, obviously myself, um, leads from the front, lives uh, freely. And that's, that's why I chose that name um, because I live life boldly. And uh, I was able to go through Eagle Quest with my brother. Um, that was so much fun. <laughs> I loved that class. That that might have been my my favorite. That is my favorite. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, doing some of the things we we did in Eagle Quest, I 
it was a whole different dynamic because it was so much fun, but there's so much to take away from it. There's things I was telling myself in my mind at that time. There was things in the training that, I mean, I was a very confident person. You walked in there a master grad. Yeah. I was just like, this is no big deal. This, this would be fun. Another, another be class, time. another report class. I yeah. got this. This will be fun. But you know, as every class goes, that changed. <laughs> um, but going through some of those things and overcoming and accomplishing some of the things. Having those conversations. Yeah. And uh, I'm also uh, thinking about it right now. I haven't thought about this, having this realization of just doing these things with my brother has been so big, like huge part of my life to have that support inside a rapport and outside a rapport. I was so scared of heights. Like, oh yeah, I'll do that. But when I really got up there, I was like, I got to do this now. And having my brother there supporting me, Samurai Lion, another person there. Um, those, I, it was kind of a, a bring back to LD2 of having that support and how much more I can do with support and supporting others was huge for me. Because it's one of those, one of those, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Right. You know, you've got all these people there to catch you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's but why those so, demons inside my head were. Yeah, we're our own worst critic. Yeah. But you, you align your, you know, when we align ourselves with the right people mm-hmm. in our lives, the, it, there's literally, it's, it's the possibilities are endless. You can just go and do. And it, it was, it's so easy, not just through Eagle Quest, but in life to grab onto the negative or think about, you know, this isn't, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this next week. I, I knocked can, on the door and they told me no. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go home. Um, life sucks today. Life's hard. Life sucks every day. If you make it sucky every day. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up in the morning, every day is going to be epic. And some of these things that I've, I've learned, it's literally program me. Not that I'm a robot, but I've been very, very fortunate to have the people and, and the life I have to have learned these things from rapport that started as a teenager. And how much I was able to learn. I mean, I, I get so many realizations just chatting about it now. I haven't even thought about these things in years, but it's literally programmed me into the human I am today. And like, like you were saying, here's the bar. Where's that next bar? And I can't wait to, to take on that next step. Absolutely. I, yeah. uh, I had a, a thought. I don't know if you knew this or not, Brett, but, uh, Mikkel told me, she said, yeah, you, they, they might need you to speak at the gala. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. But I also feel like when you're talking about that bar, the next thing in life, I'm, I'm now at a place to where I know I have another bar to reach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, I want to wait to speak at the gala. I'm so excited to do it again, but I'm so excited to share that next stage of my life that I haven't crossed yet. Yeah. And, and that's a process I'm going through in my life right now is what is next? And well, that is the next question for us, <laughs> you know, yeah. put you on the spot, but what's next? What, what, what's, what's happening next in, in the life of Cooper Perkins? I mean, you're, you're moving fast. Yeah. And, and sometimes when we move fast, we, we kind of skip past the present. And I know that you work really hard on the present. Oh yeah. Um, but what's next? So, uh, my personal life. 
I, uh, I have plans to spend my life with, with a beautiful, amazing woman. Um, that's, that's coming. And, uh, I'm excited for all in due time for that, that day and that celebration. What's next? Keep, keep living to the fullest. Um, when it comes to my, uh, my business and, uh, my work side of life, I, uh, I know we have so much more to do that we will do. Um, the last two years have been very, very big for us. We expanded into, uh, to solar about two years ago, which has been a blessing in disguise. And, uh, we're now, I feel like we've finally eight years of just grinding is starting to pay off. And we're, we're really, we've created this environment of people that, that want to want to do more. They're doing more. Um, our, our environment is literally a, a bunch of amazing individuals that go to work and they have a reason to go to work. We're all there to support each other. Um, I love sending every single person we have to rapport. And I, I look at the financial part of, of my business and, and my job is, yeah, we're, we're going to grow. We're, we're definitely taking this company a lot further than it currently is. But I also want to affect a lot of those lives that are coming along with us, um, whether that's giving back, sending them to rapport, but also helping teach people how to, to get more and what they want out of life. And I mean, you used the, the, the new home, right? Yeah. I mean, you're in, you're in a new home, beautiful place. And, and it's just like checking those boxes, but you move through them so fast. That's what's always amazing. Yeah. They, when, when Cooper makes a decision, it's like, give him 10 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. Casey's no different. <laughs> they're, they're, they're two peas in the same pod for sure. And to answer that question, like I was, I was explaining to you, JJ is, I'm, I'm in the process right now of finding that big, what is my next thing in life? I love that. You know, it, it, not to jump off, but I, was, I, I had the opportunity to listen to a consultant for the NBA years ago in Scottsdale. And he talked a lot like you. And what, what he always coached the NBA players on is when they fail, they had to repeat next play. It's not, oh, let's just dwell on the, the problem. Yeah. We want to fix it, yeah. but next play, next play, next play. And that's what, as you're talking, that's all I can hear in my head is what's the next play. Right. And no matter what happens in your life, you're just saying next play. And that I love that Cooper. And it, it's just that improvement that just motivates me to do better. And I hope the audience to, to hear this, that it's pretty simple. This isn't complicated. Just, you know, <laughs> it, it, you show up with some great energy. You work really, really hard and you tie out that all that in with discipline that you just taught everybody here tonight. Well, one of the biggest things, JJ, is, is uh, sharing the story. Yeah. It, it always is. See, when people keep their story bottled up, all the, all the positive things that have happened, all the negative, everybody naturally wants to tell you everything they're doing that's great. But they, they really shy away from the struggle. And the struggle, when we share the struggle, it, it really gives us permission to shift that to the positive side. Right. Um, and it empowers other people to do the same thing. And that's, that's really the, what we're after with the podcast is to just share that there are, there's, it, there's, you know, everything happens for a reason. 
but there's always something to be a takeaway. There's something to learn and whatever you focus on, that's what you get. So you can focus on, you know, the things that didn't go right and you're going to continue to get more things that don't go right. But you can take a look at what didn't go right or the, you know, the, the relationship that didn't go right or the business deal that didn't go right or, the, you know, whatever it is. And, and you can do that all you want. You're just going to stay in that same place. But the reason why you don't have that many of those things is because you just openly share anything that's gone on and then you dump it out of your backpack. You don't pack it around with you. It's gone. Yeah. Move forward. You know, you're definitely someone that I look at as, you know, a a fighter, you know, a warrior, you have that spirit inside of you. Um, and, and the, the truth is, is everyone does. Sometimes it just takes, you know, being pushed into that corner for some people and to just say, you know, I'm done. I've had enough and I don't have enough as in give up. I mean, enough as in I'm ready to fight for myself and my life, the life that I want to have. And, and the unfortunate part is, you know, a lot of people don't have mentors and role models and you've been so blessed to have them. And JJ mentioned this a while back. If you don't have one, read a book, you know, look, you know, Listen to a podcast, latch on to someone somewhere about that, that's, that's saying, you know, sharing a message you can connect with and figure out what's next. Everybody gets in such a hurry to, you know, all, everybody I know, they've got a beautiful home and, and all these people I know have amazing businesses or they have great jobs or they're in great marriages and all this stuff. And I just say, you know, that's a bunch of BS, number one. And then I mean, that's your belief system. But the truth is that when you make that decision and you, you know, like you said, take that armor off your back and you start reaching out and just asking for help, people are everywhere are there to help. Um, but most of the time we don't even, even know that someone needs any help because nobody says anything. Making that choice to ask for help yeah. and to move forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited about where you're going and what you're doing and, and uh, just the power, right, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just such an inspiration. And I know that your brother's really proud of you, and, and so is your dad. Um, and I look forward to what, you know, the next 10 years. If you look back, you know, 16 years, that's almost half your life ago. Almost exactly half your life ago yeah. in your class. And, you know, you take that and you go out another 16 years. It's just kind of like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. But you know, living right now in this moment, living your best life, doing epic things every day and taking people with you. And that's the whole thing that that's, what's important. That's that givers gain piece. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And that's the, that's the secret recipe. That's the secret, secret sauce. If everybody's looking for a hack right now, the hack is, you know, start to give to people yeah. and ask for help. Yeah. And if they don't ask for it, there's a neighbor, I guarantee, by everybody that's on this podcast right now that probably needs their leaves raked or just somebody to talk to. Um, the last two years have been nothing but hell, and it, it really would be good for everybody on this podcast just to reach out to somebody and, and help them. Don't even ask. Just do. And that's what, that's what Building Utah Youth is all about. We do. We don't, we don't just talk. We do. Right. And looking at the last two years, just to, to chat about times are tough right now. Everybody listening, people have, oh, there's, there's no work. There's no this, there's no that. But I've had an amazing two years because I've chosen to look at it that way. 
And those are things that I've, I've learned and I've literally owned my life. I own my words. If I say, this is a tough year, this is a tough month, well, it's going to be a tough month. If this is a great year, a great day, a great year, it's going to be great. Just attitude, right? Yeah. And direction and a little bit of discipline, you know? For sure. It's been great talking with you, Cooper. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm really interested, like Brett said, to see what happens in the next 16 years. It's going to be amazing. I agree. Before we finish up here, I just, I got to ask one question for the listeners. If you could go back to prior to the first class and then going into that class, what would you tell yourself back then? Any changes or any advice to teens out there, especially in the high school right now? that are struggling, what would you recommend to them? Um, any person, whether it be an adult, a teenager that has the opportunity to go through the class, um, jump in 110% right from the get go. I'll tell you, everybody that's listening has an opportunity. Get on those skinny branches. And one thing, as I look back to being 16 years old, going through it, once you actually go through the class, remember to, to get in that journal, to practice those things that you're going to learn and live by those tools. Because I promise whoever goes through it, you're going to commit to yourself the day you leave there. You're going to keep living that way. But life comes and life definitely wants to, to bring you back to, to the normal. We'll live above the normal. But the way to do that is by holding yourself accountable and if, if I had the opportunity to go back, looking back to when I was able to go through, um, literally jump in 110%, take the opportunity, go be enthusiastic, go enjoy it. And uh, the enthusiastic part is something we haven't talked about. The guys wound like an 11 day clock. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's what's it. infectious. But I want you to just one, one, anything in advice say, you know, for somebody that, you know, hasn't been to class and then maybe they don't go to class. I mean, that's the whole purpose of this isn't, you know, Hey, go to class. Other than we want to see as many people in that class we can, cause we know what it does, but any advice to any teenager right now that, you know, is standing in those shoes right now of, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm about. I have no idea where I'm going in this lifetime. Definitely surround yourself with the people that you want to be like and the people that are going to lift you up and not drag you down do do everything you can to uh sur surround yourself with the, the the people that want the best for you the people that love you um listen listen to your parents if you're a teenager and they they want to love you and they they want the best for you and if if somebody's going to send you through the teen class, it was by far the absolute best decision I ever made in life was to finish that class. Yeah. And, and you think about when you, when you're, before you go to that class and for the listeners, what, what messages did you get? One of them I know was trust the process. Yeah. The messages I got um, before trust the process, um, get on the skinny branches, leave everything at the door and uh, come out the other side. My biggest thing would be, you know, forgive yourself. Whatever's going on, you know, forgive yourself it for it, let it go. 
and um and it rings true to anyone listening uh teen um just forgive yourself whatever mistakes you've na- made they don't get to define you for the rest of your life adults listening it's no different just forgive yourselves you know make those apologies to whomever you need to make the apologies to and then get after it and forgive other people that's big well, and with giver's gain going into the class give to yourself this is this is for you this is 100% to to help make your life better so give to yourself it's okay to forget about everything else those are big ones and just focus and do it jfdi so one of my true. favorites so true yeah, this has been really fun today. I, yeah, I've thanks, learned Cooper. a lot. Thank you guys. You know, and, and I, I love what you said, Brett. And I, I think, you know, for a teenager or for an adult, it doesn't matter. But, you know, there was another quote that I got to share with everybody that, you know, when you make a mistake, admit it, fix it, and move on. Other than that, life's a party. And if you look at it that way, you're admitting the mistake. But fix it. Say your apologies. But move on. That's that's what we're about here tonight. And Cooper, you reinforce that. That it's always about forward movement, or I call next play. Yep. You know. Good job, man. Move forward. Yep. Thank you, yeah. guys. I, I, you changed some people tonight. I hope everybody felt what we felt in this room. That uh, don't don't take yourself so serious. Just do your best yeah. and be above the bar. Thank you, Coop. Love it. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah, awesome. thanks, brother. Thanks for joining us on the Empowering Youth Podcast. Make sure to check us out on social media, Building Utah Youth, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Respect, integrity, passion, personal power, leadership, enthusiasm. This has been the Empowering Youth Podcast from Building Utah Youth. To become part of the 3%, visit Building Utah Youth on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or on our website at buildingutahyouth.com.